Alright, hello people, Albert here from the Long Ball Football Podcast and we've got a little bit of something different for you this week. Now me and Barney are unfortunately a bit busy this week so we were unable to do our own podcast so we thought, well, we could either waste a week or we could do something interesting with it. So we've decided that what better opportunity was there than to showcase one of our favourite podcasts, uh, The Portugal Corner. Now I'm sure a lot of you have heard us bigging these guys up on our podcast if you follow us on twitter you would have seen us sharing their show and having a bit of fun with them on twitter uh, it's four guys from canada who do an excellent podcast every week called the portugal corner all about not just portuguese football but portugal all around europe and of course uh, the canadian national team as well as well as a healthy dose of shenanigans it's great fun every week the guys have got great chemistry they're really funny we always recommend people to listen to it for uh, a great laid-back recap of the week's football and always very informative uh, as well. So that's what you're going to hear this week. Next week, me and Barney will be back as usual uh, with a normal episode. But we hope you enjoy this episode courtesy of the boys at the Portugal Corner. Make sure you go and give them uh, a follow on whatever podcast app you listen to. Follow them on Twitter and we'll see you on the other side. Is it going to record? I just heard you. I just saw you dismiss three different alerts. Yeah, you hear that. Okay. That, means, that means you're good. That means we're rolling. What the fuck is that? It's a shirt. Woo! It's, it's a, a jersey, jersey opening. <laughs> oh, it's a jersey. Wow, live jersey opening. Wow. You saved this moment till right now? Yeah, baby. That's great podcasting. Oh. Wow, you got the black one. Wow, I got the black one. Black Canada. <laughs> black <laughs> Canada jersey. Black Canada yeah. Eustachio jersey. No, not Eustachio. I got the legit You got the Eustachio. So only you, you got the Eustachio. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Though. I'll pay you for it later. <laughs> only you got the Eustachio? Hey, only I got Eustachio. <laughs> That's really good. Because I up. knew it was spelled wrong, and I was like, I'm getting that. <laughs> but hold on. I heard more things, too. Did those things come in or no? No, they all come at different times. Oh, okay. It's not different. Oh, different Sick. factories. I'm okay with that. It's crazy. My what Eustachio came today. Same Ooh. factory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get real Canada oh, kill my Did dumb say Portugal didn't win. It's a Canada jersey. I don't think you'd buy a Porto jersey. <laughs> I no. think I'm a special one. People don't even know what a Portuguese is. Just look at the Portuguese guy and he puts it in the incinerator. They love football. Welcome to the Portugal Corner. Let's talk about the soccer. Hey, what's up, fellas? Not much, hombre. What's happening? How you guys doing? We're good. We're just good. hanging out. Got a New Jersey, you know, just putting it on right now. Uh, Looks beautiful. Canada, you stack, yo. Ready to start our podcast. See, it's got a patch there. You can remember the year they qualified for Cutter. Why did you get that? I came with it. I don't know. You That's didn't even cool. ask for that? They just uh, put the patch yeah. on? It came with the patch. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, it's a good qualifying campaign. Good one to remember. That's true. They're still undefeated. Getting knock on some wood there. Actually? Yeah, they're still undefeated. Holy shit. They beat Mexico and they tied Mexico in Mexico. And same with the States, I think. Unreal. Happy to have it. Thanks, Unreal. man. Beautiful. I like yeah. the black one. It's nice. It's good. It is good. I have too many red jerseys. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like all the Liverpool jerseys, Portugal jerseys. Mm-hmm. And I don't need more red I got jerseys. so much red, yeah. yeah. And I love it. And I won't stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it won't stop. Oh, no pop. Uh, I'm an expert. I, I'm it's a, a waiter. I know how to not make it pop, which is what you're supposed to do. No, you well, gotta let you gotta let everyone else in the restaurant know we pop in bottles. Yeah. Okay. 
You're not supposed to make it pop? Uh, I think with champagne, you're not supposed to because it, like, I don't know, it does something to the flavor. That's boring. I always it's like to pop super it. super boring. No. You gotta pop it. I do it at my work all the time. Every time when you have to open, like, Prosecco or something, <laughs> I just let it fly through the bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a more casual, like, bar experience. Yeah. I do that one time at a at my restaurant. Yeah. It hit the ceiling, then hit a light. The light didn't break, thank God. And everyone was like, why did this guy just do that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Because that's rock and roll. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I was rock and rolling. You know what else is crazy? If you take the, uh, the wire cage off, like, that shit will just pop in time. Yeah. Like, that wire cage, like, really keeps it in place. Oh, yeah. yeah I, there was someone who did that, like, because they knew we were going to be open. It was, a like, a wedding or mm-hmm. something that was happening at the restaurant, which is, like, if you're doing a restaurant, you're wedding at a pizza place. Sorry in advance but they undid all those like those little chain things and they put all of them into the fridge and we we're all like what the hell are you doing like those are yep. all gonna go like smack yeah. the yeah. ceiling of the fridge in like five minutes okay so uh, who's uh this number 53 here episode 53 we got abdulayaba dude i thought that was the rizza <laughs> <laughs> no this is abdulayaba he's uh from st louis senegal Damn. And uh, he plays center back. He started at the Porto Academy, and then Porto kept trying to use him. They kept loaning him out for years and years and years between uh, 2010 to 2017. He just did not make it. He ended up going to uh, Rayo Vallecano in 2017 for three years, and then he came right back to Portugal. He played Moriens last year, and this year he's with Aruca. This guy's been everywhere, man. Mm. Yep. He's had quite the career. Traveled around the world. He's made, you know what? When you're 6'6 six, six and a center back, you know, teams will take you on. They'll be like, we can use this guy for sure. He's a big boy. Yeah. He'll, he's just, he's gonna, he's a professional football player and, and he makes his living. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. he, never <laughs> he gets re- paid to do that. Yep. <laughs> he never caught on any. It doesn't seem like anyone liked him. Uh, not really, no. He's one of those lone guys. Yeah, Rayo uh, Vallecano took him for three years. That yeah. looks like his longest stint, 44 appearances. So he Plus, he went there on loan in 2014. Okay, so they're the team that that liked him. But hey, Abdullah Ba doing his thing on Aruka. Shout out, Aruka mm-hmm. and Ba. All right. That's what's up. Uh, thank you for joining us on the Portugal Corner. I'm Evan. I'm Patrick. Justin. Chris. All right, and if this is your first time, what we do on the pod is run through the top leagues in Europe and talk about all the performances of the Portuguese players, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This week, we start with some Champions League action. And I wanted to say, I was thinking about this this week. Maybe, you know, there's some people out there listening, they're like, you know, these guys are journalists. They're not professionals. That's because we're not. Why do they have a podcast? Like, I should have a podcast. But here's the thing. You don't have the mics. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we got the mics and the equipment. So we have the podcast and, and we hope you listen. And we just had these mics lying around. We're like, we should just use them for something. Exactly. Yeah. Got a whole little sound studio. We're like, let's put this to work. Yeah. yeah. And what's something we all watch? Soccer and SpongeBob. Yeah. And we just did a soccer podcast. There's too yeah. many SpongeBob podcasts. Yeah. You know, uh, the market is already uh, saturated it's with crazy. SpongeBob podcasts. So. It is. It's crazy. Um, but yes, the Champions League is back for another week. I think we go on break this week and then back yeah. for the second legs next week. Yeah. Um, so despite our hopes, Chelsea takes down Lille fairly easily in a two nothing game. Goals from Havertz and Pulisic. Um, silver lining was a show-stopping performance by Renato Sanchez. 
Yeah, I was lucky enough uh, someone made a video that got to Twitter, which was all Ronaldo Sanchez's touches, which is the perfect video for us. That's all we want to see. Uh, they should make more of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He didn't play that well, though. I thought he did. You think you think he did? From the yeah. compilation, he looked like an all-star. Well, and, yeah, if you make a compilation. And for those when it's Ronaldo Sanchez, I call that a compilation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting off to it. Yeah. But um, this is the thing. In the compilation, I don't watch the compilation. Okay. But in the compilation, does it show <laughs> his flubs? Like when he fucks up? Or just the cool shit he does? No, it just shows the cool shit. Well, there you go. But I don't think he fucked up that much. He, uh, he there rarely. There's a lot of times I was uh, I saw him in action. I was kind of disappointed. Really? Yeah, him doing like bad passes or like not making passes or stuff, which is not all his fault. But mm-hmm. like, but I think he has that Bruno thing too of like not making passes. Okay, but he tries. He tries some passes that are aggressive, right? Yeah. And a lot mm-hmm. of times though, those aren't gonna work. Well, I thought he had a good game. Okay. And I watched. I watched more than the than the compilation. I, I watched actually a bit of that game. Yeah, I, I watched, I watched most game. of the game as well. You said that you didn't know where Chelsea was going to get goals from. Mm-hmm. And they scored two. Who scored? And where did they come from? Havertz. Havertz and Unexpected, An unexpected goal scorer. Kai what? Havertz. He scores Who all the time. Who would have ever thought that Havertz score? literally scored to win the Champions League last year. Yeah. Well, it's unexpected to me. I thought, look, hey, we're going to go back and, and talk about my predictions. Hey, I thought Jose Font and uh, Sven Botman would hold their shit down. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. They would keep Lukaku to the edges. Chelsea really hasn't been scoring in the league, but, hey, they beat Lille to nothing. Grats to them. Yep. So, yeah, they're looking safe. Juve beat Villarreal 1-1. Vlahovic gets his first UCL nut. That what? Guy, that guy looks great. He's he's the future of, uh, of football right there. Five minutes in, we're already two cum references. <laughs> way too many. We got, we're off on the wrong foot. Let's, just, hey, let's dial it back. If there's any jabronis, is gonna, they're going to be making these jokes. It's going to be us. Let's yeah. dial it back. Come on. And then, what do we do? Joao Felix scores a champagne goal seventh minute of the game against Manchester United with a spectacular header. Game is equalized by Elanga in the 80th. Great showing by Atletico, and they were unlucky to walk away with the tie. Okay, no exaggeration. When Joao Felix scored this goal, I blew my load. I was This was such a nice goal. It was beautiful. Yeah, he came mm-hmm. flying in. And Justin, you're kind of two-faced, you know that? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you're telling us to stop making these references, and there you go. There you go. <laughs> I had to do it on that one. Um, also, is this Alanga's first Champions League goal? Possibly. I feel like it would be. He's like, what, like 19 or something? Yeah, he's like, yeah. I think he's 18. He, yeah. He's busted onto the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, good game. Bruno got the assist on the Alanga goal. Uh, and they definitely need that one goal to get them through. I think they're going back to Old Trafford for the next. That one was in the Calderon. On that uh, Alanga goal, Bruno with the great through ball. Underappreciated the Cristiano Ronaldo header to keep the play alive. Get back to his own teammate. People say this guy does nothing until the final third of the field. No, he's helping the play. He's doing his thing. He's mm-hmm. keeping possession. He's working for this team. And some people even, I, I read something that some people are saying, like, they're running this guy into the ground. We're going to get him in March, and he's going to be dead, you know? So, Dude, something to worry about. Their schedule, or his schedule specifically, between, like, United and Portugal, like, it's going to be bonkers. They got, like, City coming up, Spurs coming up, another Atletico game, and then I think he comes and plays for uh, the national team. Tomorrow's March. I think this next couple podcasts, it's going to be so directed, like, or hinged upon the national team being the the background mm-hmm. that like we're all thinking about it. it this is imminent this is all happening and so like every portuguese performance we're all we're thinking about is like 
who's going to play, who's Fernando Santos going to trust, who's going to go in there, who's tired, who's on form. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks. Indeed. A lot, a lot of pressure for the big men. Uh, I don't know if they'll beat Tottenham. I'm going to say that right now. On their current yeah. form, it's not looking great. No. Champions League, Ben Furtka take on Ajax in Portugal. Game ends 2-2. And the story of the game was Odysseus's sloppy goalkeeping. Holler scores at both ends. Vertonghen putting in the work to make the first goal happen. And then Yeremchuk pops in the equalizer and pops off his shirt to show the love for his homeland. That's the story of the game. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful. This is the part about supporting Benfica that is the high points. The fucking the love of it. We're in the last 16 of the Champions League with your team. With the chance to go through. And I don't know. You can call me a, a Champions League fan only, but I, I get up so much more for these games than than I do for the league games. I oh, guess. of course, it's man. It's a big like, tournament, yeah. There's 36 league games, but we haven't been in the last 16 for a while. Mm-hmm. For and me, I get up for every game. I watch the fucking hockey team, the <laughs> floor hockey team. I watch the women's team. I love Benfica, and it's their birthday. And, happy and I br- give love to them. Happy birthday, Benfica. Happy birthday, Benfica. Happy birthday. Cheers, boys. Ben Ferk. Now, Patrick, years. who's your uh, favorite uh, Benfica women's team player? Um, Chloe Lacasse, oh, okay. Canadian. Yeah, of course. Ooh. Okay, good answer. And that was a test, and you passed. <laughs> that was an easy one. I would have also accepted Jessica Silva. I was going to say that, too, Jessica Silva. She's great. Yeah. Back to the men's team, though. Everyone was thinking we were going to get killed just because we haven't been on form. I think the players are a lot like me in the sense that <laughs> they get up for this. This is what they're fucking play for. Yeah. You could see the difference in, like, intensity, mentality. Like, they were mm-hmm. trying to hold it together. They gave up a chance to Tadic, you know, early on. Boom, we're down one nothing. That, but was they very, didn't, that was a nice finish on his part. But they didn't back down. Vertong is the one who steps up. The former Ajax man. Yep. You knew it had to It had to be him. He, be, he yeah. fucking forced that ball into the net. That was a great him. play on his nice part. Nice, low, hard cross. If It was going off someone in. Exactly. That's what you got to do, right? And uh, I like that. That's a good strategy. I, I always like to try to do that in like while playing soccer. Is like just cross it into the box, low and hard towards the net, and hope that plinko. Someone, the yeah. you know the old prices right game plinko. Good old plinko. Yeah. <laughs> it's much a chip a high chip across the box is very easy to clear. Right? Yeah, especially if you got the, the you go the low numbers. and hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what Vertonghen did. We're back at 1-1. Didn't last long. We're back at 2-1. Yeah, it was like a, like a minute, 30 seconds maybe. But the entire time I think we're kind of like, I didn't think we were going to get killed. But I know some people probably thought, you know, Sporting got massacred by these guys twice. Sporting got massacred again in, against Manchester City. Yeah. But then you have to remember, like, we're not Sporting. So. Yeah, of course. There you go. You know? And you <laughs> totally different won't team. back down. No. <laughs> Um, your Remchuk's goal was nice. Gonzalo Ramos just like laced it at the net, and I believe your Remchuk got the um, the header, like the rebound. the rebound. As that happened, me and Patrick were watching it. I go, "Oh my god, what a save!" And then Patrick, as your Remchuk's heading in, he's like, "But he's not going to save that one. It goes right in." And we just yeah. go off. <laughs> then we both yell at the same time, "Put your fucking shirt Don't down! What the hell are you doing? Off. Don't do that!" We can't afford to get yellows because you know we're in the middle of this scrap, and we're like, "Why are we getting yellows right now?" I think mm-hmm. another forward got a yellow. He was taken off earlier. I think it was Darwin, right? Got a yellow um, at some point in the game. Yeah, he almost yeah, fought he Anthony. Fought a, yeah, right. So it was in the midst of that, and we were both like, "Put your shirt down!" But then, like five seconds later, we're like, "Oh, it was probably Ukraine thing." Yeah, it was yeah, a Ukraine it, thing. It was, so. Showing his. It was love. nice. Yeah, you can't be too mad about that. Did he get a yellow for that? 
Yeah, of course. Of course. Dude, yeah. Automatic. In, the, in the Premier League, they're saying that if people do that now, they're not getting yellows. Well, what? Ooh, if I it's for Ukraine? If it's for I just Ukraine. Watched yeah. the, I just watched the Figo compilation video last night, mm. and he did a lot. Back in the late 90s, there was a big celebration of. They weren't given yellows back then, were No, they? no, but there's a celebration where you put the. Uh, shirt over your head yeah. and you jersey yourself and <laughs> then your but your bottom half is showing so you could write something on that your shirt is still on if you jersey yourself mm-hmm. you do the airplane like flying around thing you guys know the celebration I'm like the paletta yeah. Yeah, yeah the paletta yeah. airplane thing yeah you can do that right yeah and then you have a message on your shirt you can, yeah. you can just lift shirt up. you can lift what do you the, think like the mario um bellatelli what do you think? Yeah. The yeah. Why always me? Yeah. What do you guys think is the limit for giving the yellow card? They won't give the be, yellow if you just lift your shirt up. It has to be crew neck. It has to be crew neck over the over the ears, right? For above the head. So I never broke it down this hard. <laughs> I never thought this hard. The shirt has to come off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think if it takes if the celebration takes thirty seconds, just add it on. Put it on the tab, dude. Add it to the end of the game. <laughs> to extra time. Just about to say that. Uh, one more thing, because I remember that that Darwin Anthony incident. Darwin fired the fucking guy up, and then he put his head next to Darwin's head, and then he did the little push, the he, light push. He moved his head in. He moved his. his head in, which is like Can't usually do that anymore. Usually automatically sent off. So then Darwin went down, and he's like trying to get it's too obvious to, though, trying to bait him, right? Which is that's uh, a smart move, but the refs they checked it over and yeah. gave. Uh, I think it was both yellows. Mm, yeah, yeah. But he in was the, in clearly the, trying the, to bait him. In the time of VAR, you can't get away with that anymore. Head buddy in the time of VAR. Can't do it. Anyways, so that ends 2-2. It's looking good for Benfica. I got to say, they got to go to Ajax, which is a big ask. But hey, man, you either go 0-0 all the way to penalties or you get one goal and lock it down. It would have, yeah, it's doable. It would have been better to have won that game because we were kind of in control in that second half yeah came out in the second half a lot better than the first half oh yeah if we could have gotten a third and then you take a a win the idea is you win at home and you try and draw away now we drew home we have to go to amsterdam and win yeah and you guys want to give props to those uh nice uh bob marley kits that ix wore yes oh they were super cool man dude love those kits. unfortunately i think benfica if we go there because they have a red and white home strip where we might have to wear our uh third uh, sort of the black dark ones, black yeah. ones, which is just is that a problem? Ugly. It's a problem for oh, you like guys. It's a problem ones. for me. Uh, yeah, they're they're not good. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a problem it's for not me. Good, but it's not it's great. not a problem for you. <laughs> you should rostify them. All right, um, a team that did manage to do the uh, the win at home and the tie away. Porto versus oh, Lazio. Look at this guy. In the yeah. second uh, second half of this this matchup in the Europa League. 2-2 affair ends 4-3 on aggregate. Goals from Immobile, Taremi from the penalty spot, Uribe, and Cataldi. Man, Immobile back in the Lazio squad for this game, and he looks super dangerous. If he was there for both games, Porto would have been fucked. 100%. Taremi, great acting again. Paid off. Got that penalty. I don't know if I'd call it acting. He, he got... It's it a, looks like it went down, but it looked like he took advantage of the situation. It's a dive. On first look... You think it's a dive? On, There's video proof. On it's first not enough, look, though. The ref says it's a dive. I'm giving you a yellow card. Simulation. Yeah. Simulation. Did he take back the yellow card? Yeah, yeah. That gets then the you back. do close up, and yeah. it's like the there was, slightest of touches. There was contact though. When okay, you, but then how much contact is I, enough to make I still a think, person fall down? You you have a better idea of that looking at it in uh, in real, real time. time. Yeah. Especially I, if you slow live. it down, it's hard to tell. 
I think it was a dive, but it like just one of those moments where it's like so perfectly timed in place where it's like he didn't need to fall down, but he did fall down and he won it. Yeah, Uribe with a great uh, takes possession in the box and pops it in to seal oh, that win. And then beautiful passing play yeah. by Porto. Got to yes. give it up for that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then uh, Lazio claw one back in injury time. But uh, yeah, huge for Porto. We're moving on. And you know what? If Taremi didn't do that little dive... We would have been into uh, extra time. Exactly. Woo! That would not have been good. Against not a small side at all, Lazio. No, man. Going to Rome, that's a huge game. But yeah, I think Immobile had like two or three goals that got called offside. Thank God. Porto's looking good. Yeah. Looking good in Europe. And that's what we need. We need these guys to be uh, moving us up the European rankings. Coefficient. The coefficient. Moving on up. We're not biased. We're coefficient guys. We'll no, I'm not it. a coefficient guy all the way. You're not a coefficient guy? You're not guy? a fully coefficient guy? Okay, they can make the final, but then lose. You're not <laughs> happy for Porto to go through? Yeah. I'm, I, I want them to go through. Okay, exactly. fine. But like, I don't want them to win the whole thing. Well, so. if there's any year that you need everyone to do well, it's when you guys are sitting in third place. Right. Hey, no. we're catching up to second. We'll we get need, to that. We need this coefficient to move up. No, we are the only ones who can get through on in third place. You guys need us to get oh. third place so Porto that three Portuguese teams can make Europe because you guys can't mm-hmm. do it. Porto will be fine this year. I'll tell you what. Um, these guys need help. Braga, they push it to the limit with Sheriff after goals from Yuri Medeiros. And then, of course, Ricardo Horta helped the Portuguese Arsenal get the extra time and the game is won by Braga as they take it to a penalty shootout. Yeah, they went the whole the whole 9 yards there. Yeah, they all did. All the way. They and they got the lead in the shootout and they almost effed it up. Almost botched if I, it. Yeah, can I swear on this podcast, guys? Yeah, you can. Uh, can we, I, wait, let me think about it. Can I swear? I'll allow we it. We might bleep it. They I'll almost fucked it. up this penalty <laughs> shootout. Sa'al Muzrati crying. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, we're not gonna do it. We cannot do it. Good job to come. We thought they were cooked after the two nothing in uh, Moldova, and they managed to beat the uh, the giant killers. Yeah, that's yep. true. We had nothing good to say about them last week. Yeah, yeah. really. We're just like, oh, sheriff beat Real Madrid. They're done. They're yeah, done. yeah. <laughs> sheriff's too good. Yeah, he said sheriff's too good for us. Yeah, they, the Moldovan <laughs> team who beat Real Madrid once. You know what? Yeah. Braga can't handle them. You know what? I gotta say something. I've watched every single Braga game in this in the Euro Europa Cup. You have really? I've you watched every know, single. Yeah, you have. This guy yeah. loves Braga. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Every single game, full game. Dress them up. Dress them down. Yeah. Um, so you're like me. You're in a journey. It's been a journey. You're a European guy. Yeah. You like the midweek. Well, also because we work on the weekends more than we yeah. want They're midweek. So we're midweek European guys. Midweek, we midday, I'm off. I got time. <laughs> I'll commit. Let's do this. <laughs> and I got a podcast. You know, it's, I'm like, I'm doing my homework at the mm-hmm. same time. <laughs> That's right. Three o'clock game. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff's Ukrainian coach temporarily drops soccer duties and joins the war effort. Wow. As you wow. should. Yuri Vernidub. He just fucking, he's like, okay, I'm out. I got to go fight. What a champion. Picked up a yeah. rifle. My goodness. <laughs> got over there. Go defend my homeland. Congrats. Good for him. What a champ. Um, I guess not congrats. Sorry. Different word. We applaud. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Leipzig yeah. <laughs> take down Sociedad 3-1, and that ends 5-3 on aggregate for the Germans. Andre Silva misses an early penalty, but would later strike a magnificent goal to help make it 2-1. This guy keeps missing penalty shots, yeah. but they keep letting him take them. I don't he, understand. He was clinical at Frankfurt, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he, would, yeah, he wouldn't miss right. them. I don't know if it's the what pressure happened? or what. More pressure, bigger things. Maybe he can't work that good off of that 
whatever they're drinking there. The, yeah. I don't well, know what it he, is. It, we talked about this last week, and we made a tweet about this week. He has to adapt. I mean, it's a different. <laughs> even though he, both teams <laughs> are in Germany, <laughs> it's a different <laughs> even, city, though. It's a different city. He's got to adapt to the different city, the streets, possibly mm-hmm. different uh, hotels that he's staying at. It, it's a whole thing, right? So, something in the water. The food, the language, of course. I mean, that goes without saying. But so here we go. Okay, by a blizzard, by a blizzard, by a blizzard. Silva. That's in the box. Damn! What a goal! He got it. Yeah, he's no, happy boy. He's, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a fucking sick jersey too. Yeah, that is a really cool jersey. The black and the. Pretty nice. Uh, I want that. You trying to rep Red Bull though? Give me that. I'll take it. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking Jager bombs this guy's done in his life? That's true. true. That's true. <laughs> if there's any time to give back to Red Bull, Under Silva looking great, and Unkunku too, man. He's a player of the future. He's like a fucking all star. He's in the next gen. Yeah, yep. for sure. So, yeah, I think they're through, and I think Leipzig have already made it through to the next round as Spartak Moscow have been eliminated from Europa League. That's right. It's kind of cruel to punish the players who have nothing to do with that, but you can't yeah. support Russia in any way. Yeah, at the oh, same time. Did they just wipe them? They the wiped them. Yeah. Yep. Damn. But then they give Leipzig a bye? They gave them a bye. They have no other choice. What are you going to do? Well, you give some other eliminated team. <laughs> you bring a no team in? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> team's music. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming back from the dead. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what no. you could do. So, yeah, Leipzig's through. They have, uh, they have a bye week. I don't like that. <laughs> it's it's pretty extraordinary circumstances. Like, what I, I understand, I but, like, they're just soccer players, right? Yeah. Like, they're just living it's their life. tough lives. for the players, yeah. They're just living their lives as soccer players trying to do their best at being soccer players. Like, in a way, it some, sucks. And but... some of those players, it's like, they're just like, oh, you're going to go play in Russia now. And they're like, okay, sure. Yeah. I got another choice. You're going to yeah. pay me enough? Sure. Yeah. How many Brazilians go? There's, dude, the Russian national team has like two or three Brazilians. The futsal team had two Brazilians for sure. Yeah. And even the, the Russian uh, right back or left back is definitely 100% Brazilian. Yeah, well, but it is what it is, I suppose. It is what it is. Well, you can't let it continue, right? You can't just be like, hey, you know what, guys? Everything's fine uh, except for this one thing, and we're going to let you do anything else. Because, like, all, they're all controlled by everything's money, right? Yeah. So it's like you got to take away the money. money. Yeah, you got to, like, shut off the money fountain. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Anyways, back to football. Uh, Rangers finish the job against Dortmund as they tie 2-2 and win 6-4 on aggregate to take down Rafael Guerrero's German powerhouse. Man, this one is still so shocking. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, Dortmund, like, uh, Jude Bellingham got a goal. They were, like, starting to come back. It looked like things were going to even themselves out. And then... No, Rangers just fucking Damn. running away with it. I'm Holl- impressed. Holland's been out. For a time, right? Yeah, when Holland's not playing, that team sucks. Without Holland, it's really it's ha- half the team. Yeah, Barca then thrash Napoli four two to take the round five three. Aubameyang scores and Traore is bagging assists as the Catalonians start to show they are forced to be reckoned with again. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. It's like. For some weird reason, it's like fun to watch Barca <laughs> again. Like I hate to admit that. It's such like, great pickups in I, January. Yeah, like Obamiang and fucking sexy muscles uh yeah. Traore. <laughs> yeah. Like them coming in and like they're like, Oh, okay, like nobody they felt unappreciated, yeah. I think, in England. And yeah. to go to Barca and like turn the team around, it's it's exciting. It's beautiful. And like Chavi's the coach, but 
their front line I was looking at on the weekend, it was Traore, uh, Aubameyang, and Ferran Torres. All came from uh, Premier League Premier cast-offs. Chavi's uh, at the helm. They got uh, Danny Alves on the right back. Like, it's I don't know, it's just exciting. Iniesta and might they have, come back. You yeah. know, they have two soon to be superstars or like two like really amazing yeah, players. Pedri, Pedri and um, Gavi and the one De Jong. Oh, uh, De Jong. The other oh, De Jong Frank, sucks. No, Frankie De Jong is like almost in his prime. He's like Frankie? 26, 27. Frankie, like Frankie De Jong is pretty good, but I remember we played them twice, and that Luke De Jong guy could easily be, you know, uh, sort of covered out of the game. Luke De Young sucks. He's got that guy's terrible, dude. He's as good as Martin Braithwaite. Like he's just a pickup for the sake of it. Um, but yeah, Frankie De Young smashed a nasty goal in that game too. Shout out to him. Oh, that was a curler. Yeah, beauty. Well, dude, but even like uh, PK and Jordi Alba, like they're still bagging goals. Yeah. I think they both scored in that game. Maybe it's like a holdover from like the Jose Mourinho, Cristiano Ronaldo days. But I really was, uh, I was really getting off to Barcelona being bad. But that also, was, that also was Messi's good gone. Good for my soul. Messi's gone also, so it's like there's a part of me that's like, okay, I'm okay with them rising up again. But without Bar- without Messi, it's a different story. Barcelona, even without Messi, before Messi and after Messi, they have a superiority complex. Yeah, they think they are so much more in their head than than they actually are. They think we play uh, the beautiful. They football. had a good ten we years are... where they were. Yeah, they definitely were. Okay, but what? historically, before then, I mean, before Ronaldinho got there, uh, what man, were they? But I don't know, man. Middling at, team. Dude, at the turn of the century, everything changed. And the way that, at, like, professional sports... You can say what you want about them, but you can't say that they were shit. No. In, like, the early 2000s. I can say I don't like them. That's, that's fair You're statement. You're welcome to but, say that. But you can't say that they were shit. I used to not like them either, but with this new team, this new setup, I'm I'm enjoying watching Barca. I never said they were shit. I'm saying they got an attitude problem, and that's that's unlikable to me. Put them in the penalty box. Oh, okay, there you go. You don't like their attitude. Well, it's a new era. It's the Trin Cal era. That's He's coming right. back. He's coming home, baby. Is he? At the at the end of the season, I'm they, sure. they're gonna say like, "Hey, you can't crack it at this big team, Wolves." So uh, <laughs> come down down to the smaller team. You get some more minutes. On Barcelona. That's right. It's, it'll be interesting, man. I don't know. He's really not cracking it at Wolves. Nope. He really isn't. But hey, Aubameyang couldn't crack it. Traore couldn't crack it. Torres couldn't crack it. They they're cracking ba- it better over there, and they're cranking it over there, too. It's easier. They to got play. better crack in Spain. All right. What's, oh, going, what's on next here? Let's move on. the Portuguese League. Is this the most rambunctious league of all of them? <laughs> it is the, the most rambunctious league of all. Family Cow takes down Tondela 2-1 as Bonza and former Liverpool boy João Teixeira combined to grab some essential points in the battle to stay afloat. And, you know, I love Tondela. It hurts me to see them lose. You love Tondela? They, they might be going down. They might be going down. It's not looking good for them. Family Cow, those were some really big points they picked up in the uh, the relegation battle. You know what the relegation conversation made me think of? The relegation battle, it's better than the battle for first place. Sometimes it is, yeah. It made me think of when you were talking about when you went to that Tim Hortons, and it was the, the old guys talking about the wind, and everyone comes in, they're like, oh, the wind's going to get you. The wind's the killer. The wind's the, the wind's killer the out killer. there. The relegation is the killer. Yeah. yeah. The, rele- <laughs> the relegation sometimes more exciting than the... Than the title. Yeah, it's that same type of quote where you're like, everyone says it at some point, but it's like... It's not the heat, it's the humidity. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. 
But yeah, good for uh, Familia Cal. Bonds is scoring. And Juan Teixeira, who is uh, a little bit just about past his prime, but he's scoring goals. Good for him. Failed. Sort of, mm. Somewhat of a failed career, but maybe he can turn no. it around. I, he's going to come back. There are certain teams I can see going up and down. I like it when the teams with a little history, with a little, like, uh, not experience, but who have been up for a while, like, yeah. stay up. I like when Boavista is up. I like when, you Of course, know, but I feel like the Portuguese league something. right now is filled with kind of, not necessarily new faces, but, like, you know, within the last 10, 15 years, it's a little bit of a different different cast. I remember the days of, like, Academica and, like, Lijões. Santa Clara is definitely going to stay up. Estoril is staying up, and they're yeah. usually up and down. Green, green game as Sporting fly down to Madeira to take on Maritimo, and the highlighters go down early on a fifth-minute goal by Zadash. Uh, Sporting would peg one back after some great wing play with a Slimani tap-in, and Maritimo responds instantly, but the goal is called offside. Uh, game ends 1-1. Questionable moment towards the end as Coates goes in for a header and gets kicked in the head with no penalty call. They were trying the Coates strategy at the end. Hey, put up the six foot five guy up at a yep. striker. Let him head the ball in. Just turn your center back into a striker. No one uh, else can compete with this guy for the head balls. But uh, Maritimo held their own and See, was able on to walk away that, with a draw. On top of that, it's like we've seen it happen a lot. And it's like our coach is just not ready for to mark him because he's not supposed to be there. Is that part of it? No. If your tallest center back is, let's say, 6'1", then they put up the... There's no defense you can put up for the, the guy who's 6'5 is coming up to do a header. No, I know. But I know what you're saying, too. Have like You have a game plan. Like, dude, so say... I'm kind of switching it up a little bit here, but like in Liverpool, uh, Joel Matip mm-hmm. has scored in like the last like yeah. three games, and it's just like he's a fucking center back just just charging up front. Like nobody in their right mind is planning for a center back to come up and score, right? Yeah, so and like he's when just you, there. When you see it in your head, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna stop and pass it and, and like trail back, right? But like he just goes, he just keeps going. You're not yeah. ready for it. Yeah, but it's like Sporting has used this many times and it works many times. Usually so, does. Almost did today. Or it's the wild week. card. The Joker's wild, baby. <laughs> wild card, bitches. Yeah. Well, he's a good striker. Yeah. Um but yeah, these highlighter jerseys, man, they're terrible. How how much could you you must not have any trust in Paulinho if you went out during the transfer and like bring back Slimani. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy we need to bring back. Paulinho is dog shit, bro. He's Paulinho a classic. Has, Paulinho has the most goals on Doesn't sport matter. Game. This season. Dude, he got a hat trick in a game where they were up like two players or something. In a red card game, he got like a hat trick. And it's like, you can't count those the goals. Stats oh, oh, okay. So, you, But you wanted to discount Darwin's goals when we were playing against seven guys. Yeah, I do discount <laughs> Darwin's goals. He still wants to do that. Dog seven shit. guys plus a goalie. Dog <laughs> shit. Sporting dropped some points. They got lucky this week. They got lucky. Uh, but before that, Bovista finally able to get a win. Petit won a game, guys. He's a serial drawing record. Comes to an end. They defeat Estoril 3-2 at home. Goal from Musa and then two fantastic headers to negate Estoril's two goals. One coming from a very questionable penalty call. And that's uh, that's a pretty big win right there. <laughs> pretty big win. Pretty big win. win. Thanks, Robbie De Niro. Meh, meh. And they're trying to stay up. I yep. was about to say we're. Hey, you know what? Bovich is my second team. <laughs> this guy's a northerner. They're a cool team. I like yeah. their jerseys, the checkered. Checkers, yeah, I respect Looks that. It's cool. They got Javi Garcia, one of my favorite players from Benfica. 
He was a good dude. One of their headers, fantastic. Just like a backwards. Yeah, that was popped cool. Popped it back, really. And Gustavo Sauer, pick up of the year on the Real Fever app. And join us on the Real Fever app if you feel. <laughs> We're playing feel. fantasy football. Guimarães then take on Benfica in Lisbon. The Eagles waste no time in tearing apart the Conquistadors. Gonzalo Ramos gets on the board with a one-time volley, followed by a Darwin header and then a penalty in the second half. The game ends 3-0. Special moment as Yeremchuk is subbed on for Vertonghen and he's handed the captain's band as well as a standing ovation at the Estade Luge, which brings him to tears. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful moment. It's a nice moment, man. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I was like, it was crazy. They started giving him the ovation and they cut to him and he's like almost crying. His uh, lips, uh, his lip was trembling, trembling, yeah. And then, like, I was like, "Holy shit, he's crying!" And then my dad's like, "I'm crying too." <laughs> <laughs> I looked over, I was like, "Oh shit, my dad's crying too." My dad's oh, bring a grown man to tears, right? Emotional there. man, old Portuguese man to tears, yeah. But yeah, it was beautiful. Our dad will cry at anything on yeah, the TV. Yeah, we, we've said it before on here. Yeah, our dad cries at like a lot of TV shows. Any kind of nostalgia Portuguese thing, like he's gonna, what? The, the tears are gonna start. The streaming. novellas? Eh, not so much the novellas, like anything about like heritage, Portugal, life, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anytime he sees Eater score that goal. Well, yeah. That's more us, but. Oh, man. <laughs> it brings right me now. to tears uh, too. So this Uremchuk thing, very beautiful moment. It's kind of crazy how far things change between the Champions League game, which was on Wednesday, I believe, and then the yeah. game on the weekend. Because he was just showing his support, yeah. right? And then on by the time of the weekend game, it was like, shit has hit the fan. It's like actually sad and stuff this is, going yeah. on. Yeah. And this is a player I've never slandered before in my <laughs> life. I've always thought he was a always top, supported top him. class player. But yeah, this is more than football and, and good. nice to have this moment. And of course, it went viral, which I'm sure Benfica yeah. loves. They love going viral. So. They posted like a bunch of times yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. They're chasing it, uh, which is kind of gross. My girlfriend but... sent it to me on TikTok. She's like, did you see this? I was like, yeah, I've seen that. So Alive. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> baby I don't, girlfriend. I, I don't run a podcast on my <laughs> spare time. And and also like, you know, only Benfica would do this. We are the greatest club. You guys probably don't even have a Ukrainian player on your fucking uh, team, do you? We don't. Yeah, no. you should be ashamed of yourself. You guys even think about that. We do. Yeah. So yeah. we got to have that moment. <laughs> when he uh when he came on, it looked like they were trying to get him a goal. They gave him some crosses, but that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They're supposed to yeah, he do that. The but like they wanted, it seemed like he was kind of pumped up too, and like he wanted a goal. You're also we are, you were up. also up three nothing and playing a fucking team that doesn't have defense for shit. <laughs> yeah, team arrange Peppa Pig. Is he and they have yet? a they have the Raiders. Goalie. The Raiders. The Raiders. Have they easy got fired yet? No. Ah, fucking. Peppa. Might as well just stick it out. Yeah, he'll finish the season and he'll uh, he'll stay up. Yeah. Um, but Gonzalo Ramos, nice one-timer. We said last week this guy doesn't know what to do with the ball. Just shoot, and he did that twice this week. It was a beautiful he, ball, yeah. He made goals happen. Same Instincts. thing with the Darwin goal from Gilberto. Same sort of cross, yes. and they both scored them. We want instincts, and we want Gilberto starting. Gilberto yeah. staying? He's been good, man. He can stay. He's in? Wash sure. up? Yeah. Okay. He can stay. I you know who else right back. can stay? Well, I don't know. We'll talk about this later on the year, who stays, who goes in our Famous feature, who stays, who goes. <laughs> okay. At the end of the year, we'll, we'll get to it. But Adele, I'll just say Adele Terrap's been playing well lately. Damn. Sure. This game, he, he was fine. But Back he from the much. dead. Well, you guys were killing it. Yeah. Uh, also, but at the beginning of this game, uh, Oscar Stupinian, our boy, mm-hmm. he got two nice breakaway chances, and he couldn't bury them. 
They could have went 2 0 yeah. up. Yeah. Freaking stupid ass. <laughs> Blackademos, though, he's good at those good foot saves. saves good, man. Good, he did his job. Good one on one saves. Yeah, I heard he might be a foot team of the week. Mm. I'll pick that up. Uh, FC Porto host Jill Vicente. Two minutes in, Vitor Carvalho takes down Evan Nielsen as he's clear on goal, and they get a red card and go down to 10 men with 88 minutes left in the game. I didn't like that. I thought the ref ruined the whole game. Are you fucking kidding me? That was a red. Oh I don't my. think it should have been it red. It was fucking weak, he dude. Was, that was shoulder to dude, shoulder. if that guy didn't touch him, he would be clear on goal What's he score. supposed to do? Just let him go? <laughs> but he didn't go touch ahead. No. He didn't, <laughs> but you run, you run into the guy. He falls down. That's, shoulder to shoulder. That's how you fucking play defense. He went down easy. But there's a difference he between... He didn't touch him enough to go down. There's a difference between doing that in the middle of the field and doing that when you're literally running at the net with no one else in front of you but the goalie. This guy could have stayed up and tried to body with no, the defender. No, no, no. The guy came at him with too much force. He wouldn't. He couldn't have stayed up. Okay. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Pinto de Costa made a call before the game. Get the fuck out. <laughs> he okay, says, man. hey, make sure we get a red... If Jovi sends a tough team, we might drop points against them. We don't no. want to. Make sure... Make it easy for us. Clear. Let's get red a red card right in the beginning. Clear red card. Are you kidding me? Can we ask the fans? Ask the fans. Ask the uh, listeners. What do you guys? <laughs> it just do? seemed too. Ask it them. just seemed too easy. I know. They're trying to run away with the title. And Dude, I'm not. I'm not for an early red card. I've said this so many times. You hate but them. But that was a very obvious. Like he's on net. If you had given him two more steps, he would have taken a shot. It might have been on target. Might have missed. Might have hit the goalie. But he didn't have a chance to take that shot. And the fact that you knock him down before he can do that, that's a red card. Evan, You're on goal. Okay, take it from somebody who watches a lot of soccer. I have zero horse in this race. I don't give a fuck who wins. You watch teams. a lot of Braga. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I would never give that a red card. No. No, never. No, he knocked him down do right in front of the net. That's a red Ask card. Ask the listeners. Ask the people. <laughs> Bring it out to the people. I think I I give Chris the power of the people. I think the people have spoken with Chris. Yeah. Nah, Chris (laughs) is a hater. I see both sides. And regardless, regardless, they still could pull off the win. They couldn't. They could not. Tough team. Uh, Jimmy Sent even took the lead. Yeah, that's because the the ball never lies, Evan. (laughs) I I do like to respect the ball never lies, (laughs) but I don't agree with that, Rick Card. Fran Navarro nutmegs Fabio Cardozo, makes him look like a little bitch, and then (laughs) pops it into the net, and a 10-man squad takes the lead. Shortly after, Porto equalized with a Vitinha ball into the box that finds Taremi. Taremi links it over to Evan Nielsen, and the game ends 1-1. Points drop. On that note, Eustachio was given the start. Beautiful. And then after the red card, Sergio Conceição computing everything of the game is going to happen. He's like, let me take this guy out. Let me put on another winger. He brings on Galeno in the 30th minute. Bad it's move. Weird move. I know. Like, why not just continue? Because I guess he had he was scared of Gil Vicente. So he's like, let me set up defensively. And he's like, no, okay, opposite. now let me attack. He put on an attacker. Yeah, he Maybe, wanted to attack. Because I think he, he, wanted pro- to attack. he, he probably thought through. that Gil Vicente was just going to play so defensively. That's what I usually happens, so. right? Gil Vicente goes hard. They beat Benfica, man. What no, but but usually when you're a man down, you you prep more defensively, yeah. right? So because he thought they were going to play more defensively, he's thinking a winger to like spread them out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Spread no, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. But then he subbed off Galeno in the 60th minute. Both those players only got 30, 30 <laughs> minutes to run around. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Because it wasn't working. He did plan B. Clearly. 
You have to go to Plan Z. He was yep. retreating, retreating, retreating. He looked like a like a schlub, man. He did. He didn't know what to do. No. Shout out to Jovi Sam, man. They are having a great season. They're killing it. I'm sad to see Sam Lino go at the end of the season, but I I hope they continue to be a big team. And I hope you keep pronouncing their name right. Yeah. <laughs> I will try my best, brother. Uh, shout out to Vitinha. He got that uh, the hockey assist on the goal. He had some nice shots. Having a great season. Love well, a hockey assist. Love a hockey assist. Yeah, just again, some weird substitutions in that game. I think uh, Chico Conceição hit the crossbar at some point on a header. Chico, yeah. Chico. Yep. Um, and then today, Braga played Santa Clara the game in 0-0 despite two red cards for Santa Clara in the 78th and 89th minute Whoa. and 10 minutes of extra time. And right at the 80th minute, I was like, let me throw down a couple shekels on uh, on Braga because they'll probably win it, and they couldn't do it. What were the odds? Couldn't do it. Uh, so at the 80th minute, Braga was a man up. It was like 2.5. Oh. But I was like, oh, we put down like three bucks, turn it into, you know, seven or eight bucks. Evan is very low risk, <laughs> low reward yeah. <laughs> in his yeah. gambling. You, you build it up slowly. That's right. Well, you don't want to have a gambling problem. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Yeah, ask him how much he's lost though. Not that much. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Nothing. I'm yeah. up. He's having fun. He's I'm up. He's up. He's baby. free bets on the three six five. Uh, the week ends. Porto in the lead with sixty four points. Sporting still behind them with fifty eight points. Uh, that doesn't change because they both drew. Benfica now with fifty four points, two points behind Sporting, and then Braga, Gil Vicente. Vitoria, Guimarães, Storil. Then you got some mid-table mid slop, and then uh, at slop. the bottom, Bilnich, Sad, Morenens, and uh, Tondela all in the mix. And then our boy, Edubway, bye, at Aruka in 15th. Yep, still in it, still in the mix. Yep. I'm hoping uh, Pacheco can keep up Vizela. You know, oh, I, yeah. don't want, I don't want. We like Brazil to get fired. Uh, yeah, apparently they're like a really small club. Um, long ball football. They were talking about them. Shout out to those guys. They said they have like one of the smallest, uh, in terms of like comparing to the professional teams, like smaller cities, smaller fan base, and it's like, it's nice to see them killing it. But they got a loud stadium. I remember when Benfica went there. Like you can hear them so well, and you the, can see them. The fans come out, and they have a nice little stadium. Gotta love those stadiums. And Justin's trying to learn all the stadiums. That's right. <laughs> I got. I'm gonna memorize all the stadiums for you guys. They next each week. have their different little. I'm gonna come up with a little song, like little almost like quirks. the maybe the poke rap uh, with that with the stadiums. We'll Whoa, that. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, thank you to the listeners. Just a reminder. Share the podcast with your friends. Subscribe to it. Leave a rating. Leave a review. We're having a good time here. We're having yeah. a good time. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's true. We got some wine. What are we drinking today? This is a Domini from Duro Region. It's a 2018, so it's got a little age on it. Mm. We can taste mm. it. You can taste probably the smokiness. You can probably taste probably a the little oakiness. bit. The oakiness. <laughs> that it, it was in, Oak. in, the, uh, in the barrel. Good tannins, uh, I'd say. Good tannins. Mm. I really, I actually balance. really do like it. Yeah, I was pretending to sound like a prick, but I do like it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and you can hear more about this wine on our other podcasts, <laughs> Wines of Portugal. We'll get <laughs> wow. That, we'll get that going soon enough. Yeah. But back to more football. <laughs> uh, to England, the Premier League. Liverpool take on Leeds. Leeds sees another six-goal game, but this time it's all one-way traffic. Mane, Diaz, and Salah start up front. Mane gets two goals. Salah gets two goals. Van Dijk and Matip score. Bielsa is fired 
after the weekend, and American Jesse March from yeah. Red Bull Leipzig gets another job. He's the second American manager after Bob Bradley to take over a team. Bobby yeah. B. I didn't Bobby even B. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. All I know is that Liverpool needed that goal difference because if uh, if it comes down to it, it that's yep. gonna be this is gonna be the game that decides the. That's cup. big news. Yeah. Big stack news. Stack up those goals. Well, yeah. Did he not only get fired after the Tottenham game was four nothing? Possibly. Or am I wrong? He might have got fired on the weekend, but he lost. He this let, was midweek six. Nothing, he let in, and then on the weekend was four nothing. He right? let in four Yesterday. goals against United last weekend. Yeah, and then six goals to Liverpool, and then another four. So um, yeah, I yeah. think either way it was just like they were Inevitable. bleeding. Yeah, it's happening. Too bad for uh, Bielsa, but Liverpool run away with it. I'll take Bielsa. I'll Where? take Bielsa on Benfica. Benfica? No. That'd be sexy. He's he's, play, he plays sexy football. He plays highly, crazy football. He's highly respected. He's highly yep. respected. Mm, he's got that big dump truck back there. <laughs> he's got a big ass. He dumps like a truck. <laughs> he sits on that bucket. You talking about that old Spanish man? <laughs> I like how he does all of his interviews with like his little coaching assistant who knows English. And he's like, I'm not learning this. Just... My buddy over here, he'll tell me what you're saying. This is how we do the interview. Yeah, he's too old. He, yeah. He's already, yeah, he you know. If you watch the Bobby Robson, uh, doc, he was already an old man. When, when he went to go coach Porto and Sporting, he had Jose Mourinho as the translator. Yeah. But, like, he tried his best. He's, he's out there trying, you yeah, know. He's trying. giving his all. What about Graham Souness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he not try at all? I don't know. <laughs> he was the Benfica coach. And then, moving on, Arsenal and Wolves face off. Huang Hee-chan opens the scoring as he intercepts a back pass to Ramsdale and finds the back of the net. However, Arsenal turned things around when Pepe takes the ball and perfectly spins around in the box to pop it past Jose Saw. Game is won in the second half when Saka finds Lacazette and a cross is diverted by Jose Saw's hand into the net. Uh, Neto came on, was close to saving the day, but his shot was deflected wide by an Arsenal defender's shin. That was Gabriel, I believe. Gabriel. Gabriel also did the back pass that Huang Hee Chan took and scored. Oh. Yeah. Give and take. First thing I got to say, a lot of bullshit in this game. A lot of bullshit, man. This game pissed me off. Big time. Hacking bullshit, Hacking bullshit. Well, first of all, Cedric, Patrick, your boy. I love him. That guy threw the hardest elbow. That's what he does. Dude, he literally tried to break his fucking nose. I can't (laughs) even believe he didn't get it. He should have got red carded for that, first of all. Yeah, second of all, Neto on that shot gets deflected. They should have had the corner. They should have had the corner. And it was like, it was a thing of momentum, like we were saying earlier, right? Like, the Wolves were getting, they were like under fire. They finally got possession. They finally brought up field. Like, they could have used that extra couple seconds to regroup, to get the corner, to just hold possession, hold the ball in their end, right? You're whining about a corner? I am whining about a corner. A corner's <laughs> a pivotal moment in a it match, a t- I yeah, think. Yeah, dude, it changes a lot. It yeah. changes a lot. Especially with those Wolves guys. I mean, they got some big physical boys in there that can score off corners. I mean, they don't score many off corners. You would think they would score more with Joel Moutinho and stuff putting the balls in and yeah. Ruben Neves, but But no. they got those big guys, Dan Donker, Max Kilman, yeah. like those huge That's guys, That's what I'm right? trying to say, yeah. Yeah, the other thing that pissed me off, so like I think it was like around the 55th minute of the game, they had it was it was like basically a 2 on 1. They beat the last defender. Ben White lunges in to try to, you know, break up the play. Totally misses the ball. 
falls down, eats shit, and he gets and the the ref calls it. Yeah, that's a foul. Martin Atkinson, guy's a fucking idiot. That guy ruined the game. Single handedly ruined the game. Ruined you didn't like everything. the refing in the game. No, Martin Atkinson is a fucking idiot. Do you know what he is? He's my chump of the week. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Do I we, didn't even know we had chump of the week. Do we feature. all get chump of, chump of the week? <laughs> you can all get chump of the week. No, that guy's my chump of the week. He's a fucking clown. He ruined this game. <laughs> I feel like another podcast has chump of the week feature. We can't. Uh, are we first on chump of the week? Is that from something? You know from Detroiters. I, and, also, yeah. and also, I think if you're going to keep refing in your old stupid fucking age, they should have like a thing. You know when you go get your license now? When you're like 70, 80 years old, you got to go get your eyes checked, right? This guy needs to go get his fucking mm. eyes checked. <laughs> Stupid moron, man. He's right there in front of the fucking play. He can't see it. You need fucking chump. <laughs> you need a yearly test. A you yearly test. Te- yeah. Half a year test, maybe. Yeah. For you. You're going to keep fucking refing into your fucking 90s. Whatever. Maybe he needs a, a motorized wheelchair while he's out there, too. <laughs> sure. He's, he's that old. Yeah. Guys, I was at a restaurant this past week, and they had something. They called it a, a Bella robot or something, whatever. Have you guys seen this? Oh, I've heard about the, the, the robot, robot trolley. That, yeah, yeah. So it's like. So it's a essentially it's a movable dumb waiter, like so it. Oh, I've seen that like Japanese places. So it carries the uh, the stuff to your table, but if you move the tables around slightly, obviously the robot's fucked, right? Because it yeah. knows it maps out the floor plan and your thing. So yeah, I mean, I guess my point was it it was really wacky to see and crazy and and mind blowing the first time you like see it, but then you get used to these things. So eventually, robot refs, like you were saying, Chris, like. Like yeah. you wanted, like you've been pushing for it for these exactly. last few years. More consistent than fucking Martin Atkinson, the <laughs> stupid idiot. That fucking cluck. But um, uh, hey, come on, man. That turn from Pepe, that was sick. That was sick. And then to the net. I'm not going to say anything bad about the turn. The, the, <laughs> the Ars- goals were the good. Arsenal goals were the Arsenal oh, the, goals the were good. The second goal was not yeah. good. That the was second, second goal no, was No, the lucky. second goal was not good. Okay, well, yeah, it went off uh, Saw's hand into the net. It was yeah. lucky. But he just tried to get a piece of it and it went into the net. But it would have went to Saka anyways, probably. But we don't know. Most likely would have gone to Saka, but we don't know. We don't know. Um, Wolves on double duty as they take on West Ham. I feel like they played Thursday and then Sunday, which is pretty crazy. Um, Sunday morning, they go up against the Hammers. And in the second half, West Ham scores through Thomas Suchek tapping. They wake up in the final 15 minutes of the game with Neto on the field. Uh, Fabio got the start. He looked awful the whole way through. Dude, him and Trinkau, I don't know what it is. They're they're just young. They're inexperienced. I I do not believe in those guys. Yeah, man. it's just not say. working. They sucked. I watched this. Uh, I was yeah. up all night and I watched this game right in the early morning. And the ball would go up to Huang Hee Chan or Fabio Silva, and they would just lose it. Mm-hmm. West Ham dominated the possession because every time the ball went up to the to the uh, Wolves forwards, they lost the ball. So they couldn't keep possession. And even the, the commentators were saying, they're like, there's a lot of firepower on this bench right now for Wolves because they had yeah. well, Jimenez that- on the bench, Moutinho was on the bench, just a lot of guys that were like their keep possession guys. They're like yeah. solid, you know, guys who, who hold down the fort players yeah. were on the bench. And, you know, he took a chance with they're these probably, other guys. They're probably wiped because they played three days ago, right? Right. He I was know. rotating the squad. See, that's, both the th- these... that's the thing, though, is like, okay, Arsenal and West Ham are both doing well. They're both up there in the table. Um, they played fairly well against Arsenal recently, and they scraped out, what, a tie? Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago. So it's like, 
I feel like you go up against Arsenal again, and you're like, maybe we could turn that into a win because the that tie was a little bit fluky, and then you're like, okay, we'll play our big guys against Arsenal, and then we'll chance it on Sunday. Whereas, yeah. like realistically, they probably should have not necessarily through the Arsenal game, but played a weaker team and put up a bigger fight against West Ham. Yeah, both those teams are in their competition. They're right ahead of them, like within a couple points. Yeah. I think you got to just try your best to win both games. I, I agree, yeah. Maybe the Arsenal game was more winnable just because you're a little fresher, and this might have just always been a loss no matter what team just because of the way the schedule worked. Yeah. Uh, they end up losing both, which sucks. Yeah, that <laughs> does suck. Arsenal beat the uh, Wolves back-to-back. I thought they tied. No. Okay, well, <laughs> sucks to be a Wolves then. Uh, Manchester United with a stale performance, and they play Watford for the first time since their 4-1 loss on November 20th. A stellar 0-0 draw, many missed chances for Ronaldo, and I don't know. Between him and Messi just not performing, like, is, is the era done? Are they done? It's the, it's the downturn. It's yeah. certainly the downturn. There's a couple of chances where I even said it last week where I'm like, would Ronaldo have scored that earlier on? Like, where... I think it was like an empty net and he just passed into the net and the defender was able to get there before the ball went across yeah. the line, right? And he had a couple this week and had just or he hit the post. Yeah. He's looking fine. I don't know. Maybe it's just United. I think United is just just crappy from the top down. What I don't are you even think do? it's crappy. No. Like they could have easily won the Watford game. Dude, but, but like in any company, any business, the way things are run from like the top administration down, like everything trickles down. And when it's shitty, it's just going to fucking flow. That's true. Everything trickles down except for the money. But yeah. Trickle down uh, economic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, the attitude certainly and the sort of intensity and, and it all uh, it all permeates. But for the United guys, this was a winnable game, but I think they were just like unlucky. I think they had enough chances. They definitely had enough chances. I know, but they had so many chances that it's it's like, how do you not score one of those chances? You've got to be cursed that day or something. Just oh shit to me. They suck. They're not good shit. They didn't put them away. How can you not be composed? That's like that's what you do for a living is put the ball in the net. And if you can't do that when it's teed up for you, I don't know. You failed. You failed. Mm -hmm. Okay, bad day at the office though. Yeah, that happens too, right? It does. Yeah. Bruno had a Bruno had a one on one. Ben Foster has, sticks his arm out and gets his hand to it. Okay, yeah. when does that usually happen? But also, it's like Watford is a team relegation-bound. They lost 4-1 to them at the beginning of the season, then couldn't score a goal. Watford beat Liverpool earlier this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess sometimes that team does show up. I guess so. I guess so. Um, on the blue side of Manchester, they get lucky in the 80th minute when Bernardo Silva plinkos a ball into the box, and it finds its way to Phil Foden to secure a winner against Everton. Handball call in the dying moments of the game would be checked and ignored. Yeah, Everton would lose a lose the chance at a penalty kick from a Rodri potential handball. Dude, I'm here shaking my head. That shit made me so angry. Like Ooh. so angry on so many fronts. You're like, so mad at the refs. I'm at. I'm so mad at the refs, <laughs> man. Well, think think about it from this point of view. All right, that handball. Think about how much of it would change. Everton's fighting to get out of relegation, right? So one point for them is critical. If they score that goal and tied it, and, you know, what what minute did that happen in? 
80th minute? It was like the... So nope. City scored in the 80th minute, so it was it past had, that. It was, it was, extra, it was 80, extra time. 85, exactly. if not extra. If they scored that penalty, if that penalty was given, they scored that penalty, they would have tied 1-1. Everton would have had a point. Man City would have been two points down. Mm-hmm. That changes the whole title race. It's that changes the whole race. It changes the whole relegation race. It changes everything. That is so critical for them not to call it. And it's so obvious. It's so blatant. Corruption. Yep. Corruption. <laughs> Can't trust these refs well, out in these streets. If everything needed so bad, they should just score it from regular play. Patrick, that's not the goddamn point. <laughs> if this happened to Benfica. You would be fucking crying right now. <laughs> huh? Dude, they're not, they're playing against Ruben Diaz and Juan Cancelo. I think the more like, pertinent question is like, was it handball? Yes, it was a handball. Yeah, of course, it was. It a hit handball. the guy in like the elbow. But they checked VAR, so they must have decided that it wasn't. This is why I said corruption. It's it was it shoulder arm. Fucking quacks. It was shoulder arm. His know. arm didn't need to be shoulder like that. I don't know. About but actually, that. if you if you watch it, you can see Ruben Diaz's facial expression change to like. Oh fuck! Oh, we're, we're fucked. fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. Yeah. And then I, and dude, then that was the Rodri story. Of, just essentially gets away with one. Yeah, that was yeah. the story of City though, because even like their goal, like Bernardo Silva crosses the ball into the net and it hits off like two or three Everton defenders, and then just somehow ends up at Foden's feet in front yeah. of the net. And it's just well, like it's just what? luck. No, it it was luck, but it wasn't because even that uh that defender, he was like flat footed. He could have jumped up and easily just took that ball out of the way. He he, uh, there was a moment of like hesitance. Or, yeah, he let yeah. the ball get past him. Yeah, and similarly, Bernardo Silva also crossed one into the box uh, a week ago. They ended up losing the game anyway, so it didn't matter. But against Spurs, <laughs> when he crossed that one uh, uh, across the field and the guy protected his own face with his arm, called a handball on him. I think that's the only one where it hits your hand where like you can give it because yeah, it, that was like say, the actual real game. Because it's like let's say your hand wasn't there. It would just hit your face in yeah. almost in a similarly yeah. same way. And right? the the, the real game and no one wants to hit the face. That was like that they gave away that penalty and like the guy had his his hand near his face and it's like you know what do you want him to do? Yeah, he was just scratching his nose. Scratching his hand his was nose. in his face. He wasn't ready for balls to the face. It's <laughs> a, it's instinctual to protect your face from balls. Yeah, like, that's just yeah. It is, but also like if you play soccer, your instinct should be to header the ball. Like why don't you just header the ball? That's a good point too. Mm-hmm. Well, not if it's getting blasted at your face. Getting ass blasted. Getting face blasted. You know, got blasted the Carabao Cup final there. Uh what an affair. The most exciting 0-0 game I've ever witnessed. The uh, chances for both sides uh like four or five goals or almost goals that were offside uh that Matip header that got called off, I didn't get that. That made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck they were calling offside or what happened there, but that was... Take it up with the refs. More refing you don't like. More ref- Dude, this yeah. is a terrible week for officiating. In mm-hmm. England. Awful. Awful. Yeah. The, the well, per- you don't like the Portuguese officiating either. Well, the Portuguese was bad too, all around. Lukaku had a goal that got called offside that was like by a fucking pubic hair, and like, <laughs> you know, where where are you gonna call these offsides now, man? I'll tell you what, man. If it Liverpool have gone, it's so many times it's happened to them where it's just like that hairline offside, and I'm yeah. just like, if it hadn't happened to us so many times, I wouldn't have so much sympathy. But like, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, um, that game goes all the way to a penalty shootout. It is won 11 to 10 by Liverpool. Kepa, who's subbed on specifically for the shootout, is the only player to fail to hit the target. So and he came on 
because he's like a goalkeeping yeah. expert. Well, the thing, but think, he's not a shooting expert. The thing here, but he didn't say one. It's eleven to ten. Yeah. <laughs> well, See, but the thing here the too other is like you know the League Cup is like time where the English teams give their second place goalies a chance to play. Where Liverpool did that with Kelleher, and they ran with him in the final the whole way through to the end. Yeah, respect, respect, respect to Klopp for respect that. Respect to that. Chelsea have, I think, the best goalie in the game right now. I think Edward Mendy is the best goalie in all of soccer right now. Whoa. And to sub Crazy. him off, to sub him off in the 130th minute for fucking Keppa, who's had his issues in the past where he didn't want to get subbed off in this game. Yeah, like. What are you doing? I agree. What do you got? So Wait. are you saying Thomas Tuchel's your chump of the week? Thomas Tuchel is my chump of the week for making that <laughs> fucking substitution. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I I think that if they kept Mendy in. Dude, the- Mendy just won like the Africa Cup, and I think he won two or three penalty shootouts. What are you doing? He's like. Yeah. He can get the golden boot. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> well, what do you guys think about saving the goalie for the last kick? Why? Well, maybe just put him in. The first before that, first couple before that. No, if you don't need to, I wouldn't risk it. Unless you know your goalie is good at penalties. Dude, how about That's how true. about Kelleher's fucking penalty shot though? Dude, he crushed that it. That was tough. He <laughs> fucking killed it. The thing about a goalie I think is that like... no, no no sorry. And I think that's what totally fucked Keppa in the in the fucking brain yeah. was just like the fact <laughs> that it was like, oh my god, this guy just just destroyed me. <laughs> the fact that they shot first and he just like that's true. That gets in his head. Yeah, embarrassed Kappa. That's probably why he wanted to blast it. Yeah, uh, he yeah. hit it so hard and, and he, he just fucked fucking up. flew. He went yeah. for a retaliation. My favorite didn't pay off. Exactly. My favorite moment was uh, Van Dyke's penalty where Kappa was leaning to uh, the left side of the net, his right. And Van Dyke still shot it there, and Keppa just had nothing. He had nothing on it. Dude, that happened a few times, even. Oh, that was I like. Think, I think even Trent Trent's penalty was the same thing. Yeah, he's like, like he knew goalie it, went the right way, and it was just like it was out of reach. He knew where it was going, and he did it. Yeah, I think that's just ultimate karma for that that moment a couple of years ago with Sorry when he didn't want to get subbed. I remember that, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he didn't get fired over that. That was insane. Disaster. I can't believe like he wouldn't have immediately gotten like taken yeah. off the team. Wild. Yeah. Other than that, and I I got this. I listened to the Footy Prime podcast today. Craig Forrest was saying, "Man, so happy that Conte hit his penalty." And I was like, as I watched Conte walk up to the spot, I was like, "I hope this guy doesn't miss." I love Conte. This is a little great dude, lad. Works so hard. PSG want him. Fuck you guys. Who the hell, well, who the hell doesn't want Conte? Obviously, that guy's an amazing player. He could play fucking any team on the planet right now. He's Ed, a gem. He's yeah. a makalele. I'll Dude. tell you what, though. Conte, Conte missing a penalty is like he's such a good player. Everyone will just immediately forget it and forgive him for it. They would. He that could is get, true. He could get over that. Anyways. Uh, the week ends in England. Uh, Liverpool obviously have a game in hand because of the cup final, as does Chelsea. Uh, City's in first with 66 points. Liverpool behind them. Then Chelsea, United sitting in fourth. West Ham, Arsenal, Tottenham, and Wolves in eighth place. To Italy and the Mourinho knowledge for the week. Uh, he had a red card from the last game, and he said, The jail had iPad TV, which Mourinho watched the game from the Roma bus on his iPad. 
He posted multiple Instagram stories from the bus. Yeah. He was on the bus. He's he was making, doing bus stories. He's making the most of it. Yeah, you call that... I mean, it's no bang bus, but it's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Roma take on Spezia on Sunday after going up a man with 45 minutes left on the clock. Jose's boys wait until the 99th minute to get on the scoreboard through Tammy Abraham. Getting started, Rafael Leao. And AC Milan face off against Beto's Udinese. Only one of them would hit their mark in a 1-1 draw as Milan opened up the scoring at the half-hour mark after Sandro Tonali puts a cross into the box and Liao brings it down and calmly finishes. Beto hits the net several times with some promising headers, but he cannot crack a goal. The Liao goal is just, I mean, not incredible, but a pure raw power. This guy is raw power. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. cool, man. I thought yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. cool goal. He just bodies the guy off him. Good touch. I think so. He didn't have any arm extended. He didn't like push the guy. That's why he there didn't... was nothing. There was nothing gritty or like dirty about it. It was just like I'm just holding my holding right. possession, just like. And the other guy falls. Yeah, the defender... that's why he didn't get called. The defender ran into a wall. Yeah, that's right. The the wall meow. Yeah, man. Can... And does he? So does he take the left wing position? Yeah, I, I, right now I would give it to him, um, depending on what oh, formation. I think playing. I think he can... we missed. Well, we missed injury update. Jota on the injury update. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. That's Jota's the update. Back. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he played in the Carabao Cup. He got he got subbed in, in like the 80th minute. You scored, told me last week penalty. he was in a boot. He was in a boot last week. Yeah, <laughs> he had an ankle injury. Boot's gone. <laughs> and do, 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 he's back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the injury update. Um, so, yeah, that's a 1-1 game. Inter ended up drawing Genoa as well. Some very valuable points there. 0-0 game. Um, and the final game we're going to look at, Insigne takes the lead against Lazio for Napoli and then assists the winning goal in the 94th minute to bring Napoli to the deputy top of the Serie A table. Pedro tied the game in the 88th minute. But, uh, yeah, Napoli first place or tied for first. 57 yeah. points. The the two uh, Milan teams do not want to win the title. Apparently they just want to fucking draw, dude. That's like fucking uh, in Portugal. Like Sporting tied early, and then Portal's like, yeah, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna win again. We're yeah. gonna tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't have a third place team that's coming in hot. <laughs> well, yeah. not yet. Give us a couple more weeks. Well, right now Inter's in third place, and if weeks? they win their next game, they're gonna jump into first. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a, this is a full full on three horse race. Full on shit show in Italy. I was, you know, last week I was saying I'm going for the Leon win, but now I'm thinking because Ronaldo Sanchez, he's gonna come. Apparently, Milan's one of the teams he's close to going to, so he can go match up with. (laughs) He's come all over Italy. He can go match up with Leon, and this year. Let's give it to Insigne so he comes into TFC with us. Strong yeah. championship you. caliber. That's what, that's what I was Thank saying. You. We want him to come a champion? Yeah. We want him to come as, come a, as champion. a champion. Come as a rock hard champion. That's right. That's right. Dude, if you come as so a now, champion in fucking Italy. <laughs> there's no other way to come. You can come well, anywhere. Exactly. You can yeah. come that's all over said. the MLS. That's what uh, Julius Caesar family famously said. He said, I came, I saw, and I came again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, he needed some time to recover, and then he came. Again. <laughs> then he came again, and then he conquered a Gatorade, that's he, that's, and then that's the full <laughs> quote. Yeah, Gatorade, some pineapple juice. 
<laughs> yeah, he came again. <laughs> so Napoli in first place, Milan in second, Inter in third. Still with the game in hand, they would go up one point if they win their next game. Uh, Juve in fourth, and Jose's Roma in sixth place. Beto down in fourteenth with Udinese. Uh oh, they'll stay up. Yeah, they'll stay up. They're safe. La Liga, Juan Felix gets the start against Celta on Saturday as Atletico wins 2-0 with both goals coming from left-back Reynan Lodi. Damn, respect, man. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid take down Royo Vallecano, 1-0 in 83rd minute. Benzema goal Benzema! Takes, the, takes the cake. Bebe did start this game, and oh he my God. did get a yellow. He started. Bebe. My baby. Hey, Bebe. <laughs> Why can't we see more Bebe? The baby. He should come to the Portuguese league. You gotta yeah. see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Barca red hot as they take down Athletic Bilbao. Some great skill from Traore. He runs the field. Aubameyang now has four goals since moving to Barca, uh, totaling his season while at Arsenal for this year with four four goals in 14 games, I think. Damn, man. Yeah. Turning it around quickly. Uh, Madrid in the lead, six points ahead of Sevilla, Betis in third, Barca in fourth, Atletico in fifth, Valencia down in ninth, and Rayo Valcano has dropped to 12th. They were in, like, third, like, three yeah, weeks yeah, ago. not that long ago. What the <laughs> fuck? Dude, that's a tight race, and, uh, like, even, like, right now, Sevilla. We're not talking about Sevilla. No. Sevilla's the only one who can catch Madrid. They ain't, yeah. got, they ain't got no pork chops. Dude, and that's the thing. We're not talking about them. I don't. Are they even in Europa or Champions League? They're not they're in, in Europa. They're in Europa. They're in Europa. They got Tecatito Corona. Tecatito. We didn't Tecatito talk about. Europa. We didn't talk about the draw. We did not. Talk Porto, about the draw. Porto's got Lyon. Lyon. Braga got uh, Monaco. They and both Bre- got French teams. Both got French teams. Oh, it's gonna be yes. the Portuguese versus the French in direct competition. That's this crazy. Is what I want. That's very important the for the coefficient. Fourth league against the so-called fifth league. Yep. If we can take them both down. That'd be pretty sweet. Fifth we'll, or sixth. We'll show you who's fourth league. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, is it fifth and sixth? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was fourth and five. Well, yeah. the jer- this one that we're about to get onto, the Bundesliga, it shouldn't count. They're the same champion for 10 straight years. Yeah. Um, and on that note, Portuguese didn't do anything in the league this year, so it's not that much to talk about. Bundesliga is in talks about uh, moving to a North American playoff system. To reinvigorate the uh, oh. the league, and you know, Bayern's gonna win their tenth straight league, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's just have playoffs." And the the, 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 pe- the people at the top there, they're like, you know, it's getting pretty boring to watch Germany just uh, Bayern Munich win every year, so maybe mm. we should create like playoff system, yeah. But <laughs> but then also, <laughs> that is why, what they said. Why do we allow like uh, second, third, and fourth place teams to all sell up to Bayern? It doesn't. It seems silly, right? Yeah. They should have more of a rivalry like in England or Portugal or even France. You don't sell your team away to your rival, no? Yeah. Um, You're right. That, so it's like it's pretty stupid. Yeah. yeah. That in itself is it like if there was a if there was a bar on like the champions buying any player from the top 10 teams, I think would make a difference. It it's not the bar. It you can't make a rule about it. It's like your other club should not be such suckers to be like selling them to Bayern. Yeah. Like there's no rule that Benfica can't man. buy sporting players, but 
Sporting's like, nope, we're just literally not, we're not going to sell them not, to you. Not going to do it. After you dressed up, uh, after you dressed up Eusebio like a lady and like uh, stole him from an airplane, we're not going to let you do it. Isn't that the rumor of what happened? Dude, I they dressed him up like a lady? I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to have to either shed like a lady. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hear. I never heard about that. Byron uh, Byron Fuhrer is just taking over this. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about like a playoff system? I mean, compared to just Byron just buying everybody and running away with it but every it's like, year. Yeah, that'd be, but that'd it's like, be would, more exciting. Would that yeah. take over all of Europe? Because like realistically, like you know, you look at Spain and it's been Real Madrid, Barca, and Letico for the past. 20, Let me there's no, three what, uh, Are they going to have like a draft too? And what, yeah. what's next? The lassification yeah. of fucking European football has gone on long enough. We need to fucking put a stop to this before they make a Super League again. Whoa. It's it's getting out of hand. Apparently they're back no. at it. Barca Real. Of course and, they're uh, back at Juve. it. Of course they're back at it. They want to do well. it again. No, you got to put a stop to this shit. You got to nip it in the bud. You got to let it. So you you're can't saying let Bayern it should just win for another ten years straight. Yeah, do better, you other fucking teams. It's better than <laughs> it's better than the lassification. Like, I like that term. They already lassification. have. They already have uh, your word of the day. Yeah, I'm gonna it use it again. Now. I'm about to use it again. <laughs> Go ahead. They already brought Jesse March into the Premier League. They're already. I heard that the British people were crying because, or sorry, the Americans were crying because uh, a lot of the Man United guys they called fucking Chris Arms Ted Lasso. Because he's like a jabroni who doesn't know anything. He is who a came jabroni. in there. Well, yeah, and, that guy's definitely a jabroni. <laughs> yeah, but they jabroni the that. Americans like took offense to it. Apparently, the, I'm reading <laughs> this off uh, our other podcast we listened to, the Men in Blazers and stuff. Were those like, guys offended? They were joking. Guys. They were saying the comments. So, anyways, I, I think it's gone on long enough. But you don't the like Americans market. in there at all. No, we have American fans and we have American listeners. So, like, I think you guys... <laughs> You're backtracking get, now. No, I think you can play an important part, but, like, don't start changing the rules and shit. Right. Yeah. No, I, I somewhat agree with that. Like, a playoff system feels, like, a bit too far. But also, that's like, I don't know. what you Like, what do you do? Like, Bayern just keeps winning. What do you mean, what do you do? It's stop been selling. signed for a hundred years. Why would you? Why are you gonna change it now? Tell Dortmund and Leverkusen to stop selling their fucking players. Yeah, and Leipzig. They yeah, can step it up. They if can you sell. Win it. No, they can sell out of the league. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But you don't. But don't sell give, by strengthening the other clubs. Don't give all your power to the top power. Yeah. No, I agreed. I agree. It's literally what they got going is a freaking Ponzi scheme. They got a pyramid <laughs> scheme for football. They have uh, Bitcoin. It's like, hey, you guys want to buy into this league again? All right, well, you know, give us your... Give us your best player yeah. and keep playing. Anyways, moving on to France. Uh, PSG beat Saint-Etienne 3-1. Mbappe scoring two goals and slapping a juicy Travella to find Danilo's head for the third. Dude, that was so nasty. That was he nice. spanked that like he was Karejma. Yeah. He was lucky Danilo was there. Danilo came flying in. Dude, if anybody other than Danilo, I don't know if they would reach that ball. Danilo <laughs> yeah. had to really leap for that. I, th- I think even if he didn't reach that ball, it still looked good. It's a well put in cross to a, to a good place. Yeah. Oh, that's all you can ask from a cross. You can't ask that it's going to be a goal every time, but that it's in a good place with a good direction, good pace. Like yeah. that's make what it a look good, good. Yeah, yeah, that's what a good cross 100%. is. 100%. Keep it sexy. Keep it safe. And then if someone doesn't get there, you can go, I want oh, someone there. Epa. Epa. For this. Uh, Lille hang on to a one nothing win against Lyon. Uh, Lyon get a goal uh, disallowed after Varchek late in the game. 
they confirm a foul on the keeper. Uh, yeah, so big win for Lille and our Portuguese boys. And as we said before, Porto's going to be playing Lyon and Braga's going to be playing AS Monaco in the coming rounds of the Europa League. When uh, when Befiga played Lyon and we played against uh, Lopes, he uh, served up a juicy gold uh, pizza. Remember that? Yeah, yep. he passed it right to him, and so Pizzi passed it right back into he'll the have net. that stage fright. Also, I think Porto slapped them around in uh, preseason, which obviously isn't the same, but you know, it's not nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think Leon's got too much to be scared. Well, of Leon Porto. and Monaco, look at them—they're in ninth and tenth place. Yeah, all these fucking jabronis in the French league. Lille's in eighth, Monaco's in ninth, and uh, Leon's in tenth. There's all loaded Portuguese players there. Uh, and then PSG in first place with 62 points. Marseille behind them with 47. Nice, Rennes, and Strasbourg. Anyways, um, other news. Jedson Fernandez scores a fantastic free kick on his former team Galatasaray in a 2-2 tie. He's now playing at Kaiku Rizaspor. What is that team? Don't know, but <laughs> he's scoring. That was that, a sick-ass goal. That wasn't. kid from uh, Galatasaray must be crying. His yeah. favorite player on Gala comes <laughs> back to, to score against him. He was the only Nasty. one who could control the ball. Yeah, uh, Poor kid. Um, Christian Eriksen makes his debut return to football for the first time since his collapse at the Euro. Uh, he was subbed on in the 52nd minute for Brentford. Uh, they lose 2 nothing to Newcastle. But, uh, yeah, shout out to him. He's back. Debut return. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Got a little pacemaker. Make sure his heart doesn't stop. And he has a tattoo that says DNR. Do not re- resuscitate. Oh, no, no, no. Please resuscitate. <laughs> this man is... Please resuscitate. PR. He has one that says already been resuscitated. <laughs> been resuscitated. Yeah. Try again if you want. Yep. So starting with the World Cup qualifiers and spread to most international bodies, teams, as well as FIFA and UEFA will no longer recognize Russian teams in international sports. And I think the NHL hopped on that as well. So, you know, we said before, Spartak Moscow is out of the Europa League. Leipzig gets the pass and... Um, yeah, the qualifiers are coming up, but I think uh, Poland gets a... Poland's through, yeah. Poland's through the next round, and then uh, Czech and Sweden have to play to see who plays Poland. Yep. And Damn. final move from uh, St. Petersburg to uh, Paris. Yeah. Abramovich at Chelsea kind of got pushed out, and he moved the like, control of the club to like the Chelsea mm-hmm. board. Yeah, board or something. Uh, he's rich. He'll be fine. Uh, yeah. He's been given uh, Portuguese citizenship. Yeah, you know he's now Portuguese. Yeah, because yeah. uh, some loophole from the Spanish, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, uh, I Inquisition. Know. I don't know. As a Chelsea fan, I'm just like, it's weird. What are you gonna do? Strange time. Stonk of the week. Andre Silva. Hundred percent. I'll give it to Andre Silva. Andre Silva. Sure. A Portuguese man live, uh, winning the Stonk of the week. Yeah, Good with me. Yeah. Live and breathe it. Juan Wonder. That's a whole nother. Jesus. Another, another uh, round. Wonder cheese, cheeseburger. Some weeks it's super easy, and other weeks it's uh, super hard. And this week, I think we got to give it to our main man, Roman Uremchuk. I mean, I don't know. Right? <laughs> I don't no, know. We can't. He's not Portuguese. No, not how that works. Just. Yeah, you're right. Juan Felix, nice goal. He's been looking good. Uh, what about in the Portuguese league? You got any tasty, uh, tasty pork chops? Been scoring? Maybe not on the big three. I got one who got a, who went. Had a good performance against Porto. Ooh. Zay Carlos, the right back on Jovi Sen. You know what? I'll give it to Zay Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only Portuguese player I could really find on Jovi Sen. Did he play that game? He <laughs> played. No, he played and he played he well. Played? 
Okay, I can't argue that. I would, I would uh, also put out there Gonzalo Ramos. He Gonzalo Rams set I would, up the one goal and then he oh yeah the nice I'd, long shot and then Roman uh, I'd rather Yankshik give scored. it to Gonzalo Ramos than to a Joe Vicente player that beat Porto and, <laughs> well I'm just trying to go against Porto yeah but yeah then Gonzalo Ramos scored that very nice volley from yeah. Gilberto's cross I think that might be it G Ramos Gramos Gramos I'll give it to Gramos Happy birthday, Benfica. You get his one. Oh, happy. We birthday, got the Benfica. birthday, too, of course. It's a birthday. Oh, I'll let you guys know. Follow us at Joao underscore one on Twitter, on Instagram, at the Portugal Corner for questions and comments. Email us at the Portugal Corner at gmail.com. Once again, join us at the Real Fever of Portuguese League Fantasy. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating review. That would be helpful. Thank you. And I'd like nice. to let you guys all know that that was not fast-forwarded. That was real-time. Times two that. Times yeah. two, times three. Yeah. You got Alvin and all the chipmunks. Yep. Uh, final thoughts, inspirational messages for anyone? I was just thinking about this. We asked last week about our friends about like uh, sporting and Paulo yes. Sarabia. I wanted to mention that because our friend came Paul, through. Paul Rodriguez, he came through. He messaged us and he said, Sarabia, definitely in the top uh, top choices of player of the years. Of MVP, yeah. Oh, yeah, Has, of course. He's got to be. I think number one. Well, so I thank think you. But always. Say Carlos, too, of course. <laughs> and Carlos. Carlos. Thanks for the and feedback and, and thanks for the uh, the engagement. Thank yes. you for reaching out. Much Always love, appreciated. Paul. And you know what, Evan? Uh, I guess this is my final thought to all of us and to you. I want to ask the people about that Porto red card because it's oh bothering me. God. It's bothering That's me. That's a fucking red card. I want to throw it up for debate. You fucking clocks. You ninny. <laughs> you ninny. Yeah, no. That's a red card. Anyways, you guys got anything else? All right, let's go eat some fucking bifanas. Yeah, Yeah. fucking hungry, man. All right, bota. Put that back.